0: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one.
1: It's April 27th. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and this is The 10 News, where we get the lowdown on what's up in the world. President Biden's administration has achieved its goal of vaccinating 200 million Americans against COVID-19 within his first 100 days in office. Animal rescuers in Poland responded to a call from a woman frightened by what looked like a strange, mysterious animal in a tree. What they discovered was, in fact, a croissant. And April is Autism Acceptance Month. In today's episode, we'll find out more about this effort to promote awareness and understanding and to celebrate our differences. Let's get into the 10. Autism Spectrum Disorder affects one in about every 54 kids in the United States. But the thing about autism is it can affect each of those kids in very different ways. In fact, a simple way to explain autism is a difference in the way a kid's brain develops. So people with autism may do things a little differently, like communicating, making friends, or coping with things like changes, loud noises, or crowds. But because autism is a spectrum, meaning it can vary within a range, it doesn't always look the same. Sometimes these differences can lead people to do things that change the world, like Satoshi Tajiri, whose autism played a role in his passion for collecting bugs and playing video games as a kid, which later helped him create Pokemon. Awesome! Can you even imagine a world without Pikachu? Pikachu! The theme of this year's Autism Acceptance Month is Celebrate Differences. And yeah, we should, because none of us is exactly the same. And that is a beautiful thing. To learn more about living with autism and how to support the autistic community, I spoke with Macy Soetantio, founder of the nonprofit Autism Career Pathways, and her daughter Emma. Hi, Macy. Hi, Emma. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It sounds like you have the coolest family. Well, we think so. Yeah, right?
0: I think our family is epic. <laughs> <laughs> we really like to hang out with each
1: other, I suppose. So I was wondering, could you explain the word neurodivergent? Okay. This is a good question for Emma, I um,
0: think, in your own words.
2: In my own words, I think uh, to be neurodivergent is to have a way of interpreting the world differently than most other people, That from mm-hmm. neurotypical people. Um, and it's
0: just a different way of perceiving the world. Uh, an easy way to explain... Um, A neurodivergent mind is that you have a different information processing system. Uh, The way you perceive and process sensory input is different. You have an autistic mom. It's like apples and oranges or a Samsung iPhone versus an Apple phone like that.
1: (laughs) Different operating system. Yes, different operating system. What a nice way. What a like clarifying way to to explain it. That's fantastic. Can we find out what is masking? I know a little bit about it, but what is masking?
2: So, masking is kind of uh neurodivergent people seeing the behavior of like other like neurotypical people and mimicking it to try and fit in. It often takes the form of a lot of people um um, they'll just watch what other kids are doing they and mimic. other people
0: are doing and they'll yeah, yeah mimic it. Right. We're very observant and a lot of us really want to be social, but it's, we, our mind just can't figure out how to do that. Uh, We're always one step behind when it comes to understanding social chatter and conversation, especially when it's outdoor. And by the time words come out of my mouth, the moment has passed. So that's very, very common if you're autistic. So then the way we compensate is by mimicking and transforming ourselves. But the problem is that it's just really exhausting. So if I talk to, I, I want to hang out with Emma, I put on this mask. If I want to uh, hang out with someone else, I put on a different mask.
1: So it sounds like it's it's exhausting. It sounds really exhausting. It sounds like there's got to be a way for, for people to be able to accept neurodivergent people without their masks.
0: One thing that Emma does a really good job is to help her North African friends unmask. So when they're around her, they just hang out and do certain things that they just like doing and they can be themselves. That's really important.
1: You know, very, very important. Yeah,
0: Emma, it sounds like you have the coolest group of friends. We have an
2: understanding that, you know, I would never judge you for the things that you like or the things that you do. Right. And I know that they, they'll never judge me. And I think that's, Just a really great
0: friendship, kind of friendship to have. Like, and I'm really, really glad that I have them. Yeah. Well, one thing that autistic people often hide is their need to stim. So that's, I think, an important topic for to talk about.
1: Yes. Tell us what stim is first, so we know what stim is, and then, and then, yeah, let's talk about this.
0: So, stimming is actually. It's not specific to autistic people. Stimming is, uh, kind. from an outsider, it looks like a repetitive action. So you'll see little autistic kids hand flaps or do toe walking or run in circle circles or run in a certain way, scripting. Uh, or just repeating words. Uh, So these are all the different kinds of stims. So stimming is really our native language, if you want to call it that. It's our natural urge to do it. So for me to be able to sit still, I need beforehand, I have to do my rituals, like to just stand up and walk. So stimming serves a very important function for neurodivergent people, it helps us to reset and to self-regulate. So, a lot of autistic kids they're being told to have hands down because neurotypical teachers think, "Well, if you you can't focus when you you're doing this, that's actually the opposite. You allow autistic kids to stim first as much as they want, and they you know then they can focus better."
1: This month is known as Autism Awareness Month, but I understand that members of the autism community want it to be Autism Acceptance Month. And right. this is such an important difference. I believe it's one word, but I believe that the the essence of, of it is such an important difference.
2: So it's one thing to be aware of it, because I think that autistic people are everywhere and,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
2: you're going to be aware of it at some point. Um, But that is completely different to accepting who they are and, you know, being who they are and accepting them for that, Mm -hmm. like being okay and not being weirded out by it and thinking, oh, wow, they're, you know, strange for doing that. Yeah.
0: And And that they are part of your life, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That your friends are your friends, regardless of, you know, how they express themselves.
1: So what a great way to segue into how can neurotypical people be good allies?
2: I think one of the most important, like, first steps to take is, as I said, accepting them. Um, But also, I think great tips for, like, um, people who are younger, if you're in school. Like, I think it's really great um, that if you maybe see people who have, like, these things and maybe not being weirded out by them and just, you know, Mm-hmm. Not thinking, oh, I don't really know how to interact with these people. Mm-hmm. And so I just won't. And mm-hmm. I think that is a fear that, a, like a lot of uncomfortableness that comes with my generation or just being younger, right. where you don't, you know, that they have autism, but you don't, or are neurodiverse and you don't really know how to interact with them. I think that's something we need to push through and um, think,
0: okay, maybe I'll ask them, hey. And I think for me as a mom, I need to have more conversations with, as a family, about one, noticing when you don't understand something. I really want to uh, hopefully show my kids that a small gesture can mean a world of difference to neurodivergent people you know, who may not know how to say, come and say hi to you, but you can take that first step to come to them and give them a smile or fist bump, you know. If you have questions, then ask them. There's
2: no harm in asking, hey,
0: like, what do you think about this? That's the difference between being aware and accepting it, meaning that if it feels awkward to you, uh,
1: ask questions. And and then we can learn together. Oh, uh, thank you so much. Macy and Emma are like the coolest mother-daughter duo. And did you know that Mother's Day is coming up? Woohoo! That's right. And we're preparing a really fun episode to celebrate moms and mother figures in our lives. Do you have a story to share, or would you like to give a mom a shout out on the show? Submit on our website at the10news.com and click on the share a story link, or you can email us at hello at the10news.com. We can't wait to hear from you, tenors. I love you, Mommy. Lucky you, it's. what? What? What's the big idea? Trivia on the 10. Scientist and activist Temple Grandin is famous for developing humane systems for handling livestock. She has said that her autism helped her to understand what stress feels like for the animals. While she was still in high school, which of the following stress relieving devices did Temple Grandin create? A, an automatic foot massager. B, a hug machine. Or C, a robotic yoga teacher. Did you guess it? The answer is B. Grandin invented a squeeze machine to help her with her own sensory issues due to her autism. Later versions of it were used in schools as a way to help soothe autistic students. Temple Grandin has been very outspoken about autism and even gave a TED Talk called The World Needs All Kinds of Minds.
2: I'm passionate about the,
0: the things I do I are going to make the world a better place. When I have a mother of an autistic child say, my kid went to college because of your book or something, or one of your lectures, that makes me happy.
1: You can find a link to it at the10news.com. Thanks for listening to The 10 News. Look out for our new episodes on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and extras on Saturdays. And you can go deeper into today's stories by visiting the10news.com. The 10 News is a co-production of Small But Mighty Media and Next Chapter Podcasts, and is distributed by iHeartRadio. The 10 News Creative Team is made up of some croissant lovers, including Tracy Crooks, Pete Musto, Jenner Pasqua, Stephen Tompkins, and Sarah Olander. Our production director is Jeremiah Tittle, and our executive producers are Donald Albright and show creator Tracy Leeds Kaplan. And a special shout out to Jody Murphy from Geek Club Books for connecting us to Macy. Check out all the amazing ways Jody is lifting up autistic voices. At the website geekclubbooks.com. I'm Bethany Van Delft, and thanks for listening to the 10 News. I gotta go catch a squirtle. See you later.